0: Hey, Shalom and welcome to the third series of Medrash Morsels. These are short, meaningful, and sweet chunks of Medrash designed for the whole family. Medrash Morsels for Parshash Shimos. As you know, Moshe grew up in Pharaoh's palace. When he was 12 years old, not yet bar mitzvah, he wasn't an ish yet, Moshe went out to witness the suffering of his brothers, They were slaves for Mitzrayim. Moshe committed a crime. He saw a Mitzri hitting a Yid. You know, the Gemara states, If you slap the face of a Jew, it's like you slap the Shechina. Are you a Jew? Your face is the face of the Shechina. That's what the Gemara is saying. Look how special you are. Look how special I am. Look how special Yidin are. Wow. I'm going to respect my brothers and my sisters and my parents and all my Jewish friends, even if they're not my friends. I never saw him before. But he's a Yid. He's the face of the Shechina. And imagine these Gentiles who do bad to the Yidim. Not only do they slap them, they make them bleed and they kill them. Oi, they're going to get it. It's such a disgrace to Hashem. They're disgracing the Shechina. That's the Gemoran Tsenhadron. And that is what Moshe saw. A filthy, dirty Mitzri hitting a noble grandson of Abramovino, Avinu. Are you out of your mind? It filled Moshe with a holy rage, an anger. It's called kina. It's good. It's part of loving Hashem. Like in the Pinchas story, if you remember. Moshe said one of Hashem's names, and the Mitzri couldn't take it. The mitzvah dropped dead right there on the spot. And Moshe buried him. But the police found out. Moshe was now a wanted criminal in, in Egypt. So he had to flee. It's a whole story. But in short, Moshe escaped Egypt and he ended up in the country called Midian. He sat by a well, hoping for a shidduch. That's what the Ovos used to do when they wanted a shidduch. And it worked for Moshe Rabbeinu too. Listen. But first, let's pause and I'll tell you about Yisro. Yisro, the minister of Midian, had seven daughters. It was Yisrael. Yisrael had been an advisor for Paro in Mitzrayim years and years ago. He also had to run away from Paro because he told Paro that Paro was wrong for making the Jews suffer as slaves. You see, kids, Yisrael was always looking for the truth. He knew what was not nice and what was wrong and what was right to do. But he didn't get the MS yet of the Muna and Hashem. He always searched for the truth, and it's wrong to be mean to another human being, period. That made Paro angry, so Yisro fled. Yisro became the Kohen Midyan. He was leading the Midyanim in their religion. Yisro tried out all the Avodah After each one, he said to his Kehila, No, sorry, this idol is useless. Come tomorrow, we'll try another god. The same thing kept happening again and again. We can't believe in this religion, Yisro said. It's Shaker. This god doesn't answer prayers. That god can't even see. The other one can't hear. The other one's made of wood. Things like that, Yisro kept on saying. The Midyanim and his Kihila were so frustrated with their priest. Stop changing the god all the time. We don't care if it's true or not. Just pick a religion and stick to it. Yisro finally told everyone. I'm fed up. I'm too old for this. There's no way I can continue tolerating Sheker gods. I quit. Find someone else to be your priest. Yisro had a lot of Avodah equipment and vessels to serve Avodah and idols. He gave them all up. He said to his kili, Here, take them. I'm out of here. The congregation was insulted. The Midyonim put Yisro into Cherem, meaning no one is allowed to deal with Yisro. No one can work for him. Or give him work. That's right. Yisro's family was excommunicated. He needed to move out of town. And Yisro didn't have any sons to take care of the sheep, the flock, and the goats. Look, he was rich enough to make a beautiful complex for himself out in the wilderness. I imagine he planted gardens and orchards, plus he had fountains and rivers cages of beautiful birds, plus fish ponds and aquariums, but he couldn't find anyone to shepherd his sheep. No one would work for Yisro. And that's the story behind his seven daughters out with the sheep. Moshe is heading towards this well, and he hears, girls are screaming, and men are shouting. Oi, someone's in trouble! Moshe hurries and sees what's going on. A fight! Boys against girls? Now, when boys fight against girls, you know who's going to win. Look, Yidin don't fight. But I'm talking about Goyim. Boys will always win. So Yisro's daughters were trying to run away. But the men shepherds were running after them to grab them. Well, Moshe couldn't tolerate this unfair, horrible behavior. And once again, Moshe came to save the day. He helped the losers. But he didn't know that one of those losers was Zipporah who was soon to become Moshe's wife. But first, all of the shepherds, the girls and the men, sat down to relax as Moshe drew water for all of their flocks. He drew and he drew. The gamdalo Dololanu kept on drawing. But it was easy for Moshe. The water in the well knew its master. The water bubbled up to the top. Hello, master! As if the water was saying. And in no time, all the sheep were quenched, and everyone was happy and at peace. The girls came to thank Moshe. Yeyashah Koha, that you saved us from those shepherds. Moshe says to them, don't thank me. I wouldn't have come here if it weren't for that cruel mitzvi that I had to kill. He saved you. Everyone went home, and the daughters of Yisra were actually home early, since it didn't take a long time to water the flock as usual. So Yisro asks them, Why did you hurry home today? So they told their father the whole story, and they said, The Egyptian man was killed by this guy, Moshe, and this guy ran away all the way here, and he watered our flocks so fast, the water was just bubbling up over the well, and then just one, two, three, the sheep were quenched. Yisro says, Whoa, whoa, one second. There's a well-known legend about well water coming to the surface for a lady named Rivka. She was the mother of all the Jews. This Moshe man must be one of those special ones. A Yid! A Jew! Call him back! Maybe he'll marry one of you! And, kids, that's what happened. Moshe came to live with Yisroy, because Moshe saw that Yisroy didn't believe in idols. Moshe felt comfortable to be a guest and work for Yisrael. And yes, he ended up marrying Tzipora, Yisrael's daughter. For more stories, visit our website, MostarStories.com.